What is going on, you guys? Welcome to episode four of the All Pro Jaffas. Shooting this shit today. A lot has gone on this week. Country K got his fucking window bashed in, and uh, EA's still having his problems with connection. So, we're still getting everything together, but we're having a good time. We're still having fun. The show we're recording today on a Saturday, but uh, the show will still be going Mondays and Fridays starting next week as usual. But for now, all pro Joppa, baby. Episode four. It's your boy JP with Country K with EA Rocco with Brother E. We're all here. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about the NFL, shoot the shit out the NBA, talk a little about, about some boxing. Yeah good time stuff enjoy the show guys we love you thanks for listening all pro drop episode four what's going on everybody it's the all pro Joppos. here finally i know i know we said we we're gonna be here monday you know we normally come fridays but you know shit happens and uh we're we're back at it, getting out the content. News still doesn't stop, so we're just gonna shoot the shit and talk today. Alongside me, as always, Country K, what's up, what's up? brother E, yeah, and right. um, connection issues as always. Uh, EA, you're probably not gonna hear him right now, but he'll be here. <laughs> I heard he told him. I was just like, I'm not giving you intros no more. I was like, I'm just going to say EA's here. He's no. not. There we go. So we'll move. <laughs> and this is the first that's live from that's outside. outside. Yeah. Connection issues through the roof, which is insane. But anyways, so it's been a pretty hectic week, apparently. So far. Oh, there you are. EA. Here's EA, everyone. Hi. Live from outside EA Rocco, and still nothing good. Now, so what's been going on, guys? Things have been happening. A lot of rumors going on in the NFL. Tom Brady going here. Tom Brady going there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I'm hearing a lot of things that he might go to the Niners. Uh, I doubt that. Tom Brady ain't going nowhere. But... I mean, I'm pretty sure NFL and all that stuff, they're throwing around all the rumors just so people can keep coming back and talking about it. And here we are, we are doing the same thing. <laughs> it's a talking point. It's something that we definitely got to take into consideration. So, okay. Tampa Bay, uh, a lot of signs pointing to them going for a quarterback in uh, this offseason. Jameis Winston's not looking like he's going to be coming back. You happy about this? Yeah, I'm getting my parade ready. As soon as we draft another quarterback, we'll <laughs> sign another quarterback. The parade shall partake. <laughs> we shall be uh, uh, popping bottles of expensive champagne that I shouldn't buy. <laughs> but I will. Because we will have a winning season come next season. I don't. I don't promise the Super Bowl, but I promise eight and eight or something better. better. Ooh, it's a bold prediction, sir. Yeah, that all depends on who you get. Who Who do you think you guys are going to go for? Based on the way our team drafts, 
Probably Jordan Love, which is hard to say. I really wish we can get Tua. Mm. I've been saying Tua to Tampa for two years. Been screaming it from the mountaintops. Looks like Miami's going to be looking for that one, though. Yeah, uh, unless they take Jordan Love because they have the same skittish issues as we do, like in the uh, front office. That's very true. So, what about Justin Herbert? Does he? Uh, nah, not in that offense. He didn't look. Not in that offense. Not, no. not in Bruce Arian style offense. Nah. Really, considering how much Herbert throws, you would think. The problem that in a Bruce Arians offense, he would be effective. He would be, but at the same time, he don't have that winning twitch. You know what I'm saying? He did okay. He won the Pac-12 conference in the Rose Bowl this past year. Wow. Who was in the Pac-12 that was good other than Oregon and – Exactly. Utah? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you have your point. Yes, you have your point. <laughs> Combine-wise, though, uh, Herbert did pretty well. He looked pretty good. Winging it out there. Looks pretty pretty decent. So, I don't know, man. This whole quarterback situation has got a lot of people humming. Yeah, there's a lot of things going down. There's a lot of guys in the draft. There's a lot of guys in free agency. Don't really know where anybody's going to go. Yeah, no, you know? I agree. Um, but based on the uh, – I wanted to give a comment because you went to the Tom Brady thing first. I think he's gone. I've been here to really leaving the Patriots, huh? I've been hearing a lot of uh, Andy Dalton to New England. Andy Dalton, huh? He would fit in that system. He don't make no trouble. He's actually got to the playoffs with that shitty team. Yeah, the Bengals are horrible. Even if you lose the first round, it's like that's better than what they expected. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. To go from, I'm pretty sure New England's fan fan base, you know, coming and hearing that, you know, basically losing the greatest quarterback of all time to just receive Andy Dalton. I'm sure that's not going to sit well with a lot of Patriots fans. But uh, really, sit well with me. And I really don't like Tom Brady. So with Tom Brady, it's just a whole lot of – I think it's a whole lot of smoke and mirrors, just a lot of him trolling because, honestly, the quarterback market in free agency this year is all based off of Tom Brady. Whatever Tom Brady gets, that's what all the other quarterbacks after him are going to be looking for. So basically, he's holding it hostage. He's holding the QB aspect of free agency hostage, you know, Every every team who is in need of a quarterback is looking for Tom, looking at Tom Brady, looking at how much they're going to be able to pay him and everything else like that. Will he go to Las Vegas? Will he go to San Francisco? Will he go to Miami? Will he go to Tampa Bay? Will he go to, you know, can, can, there's so many different places oh. that they're saying that he can pop. Where did he go to? Sanders was at the cow the combine and he seems to think that Tom Brady going to San Francisco would be a good match because one Tom Brady grew up in San Francisco. So it's a whole fan base. Like he, he grew up, he grew up a San Francisco 49ers fans. He's from the, yeah, he's from San Mateo. He went to Sarah high school. You know, he's a local boy. He's a local kid. 
you know, so for him to kind of end his career, that yeah. may, that's a little bit of a topic for everyone, you know, around the league and anyone who's paying attention. That's a, st- a little bit of a storyline yeah. that they could run with. It makes the most sense to me, to be very honest with you. But uh, it makes sense My whole... in a storybook fashion, but to be very honest with you, the best fit for him is the Raiders. Sad to say. Sorry, 49 fans. I know that hurts. I mean, I, hurts I, I don't I don't care. To be completely – here's how I feel about it. I don't really want Tom Brady to come to the 49ers just based on this. If we get Tom Brady, that would probably mean they're going to trade Jimmy G back to the Patriots. Yep. So – and then that would only give us Tom Brady for like two, three years, and then there we go again. We're in the same situation we were before looking for a fucking quarterback when we had one already that could be a future, a future guy. You know, so instead of looking at the future and holding Jimmy G – you know, on the team for five plus whatever years and just banking on the possibility of Tom Brady taking you to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's really smart, to be honest. And plus, if Tom Brady did end up winning a Super Bowl with the 49ers, it'd be one of those moments for me that is just bittersweet. Like, I'm glad the 49ers win the Super Bowl, but I pretty much grew up since Tom Brady won his first. I'm not liking Tom Brady. You know, I've always said Joe Montana is still better quarterback, you know, statistically-wise. Never threw an interception, never lost a Super Bowl. You know, only quarterback to say that. And, you know, I just grown rooting against Tom Brady for so long. You know, I just don't like the Patriots, period, because when I was growing up, my stepbrother – he liked the Patriots. That Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I mean, the whole thing—it's it, not even he, at that point. It's not even about the Patriots. It's about Tom. Because if Tom Brady leaves the Patriots, yeah, cool. That kind of means that the Patriots dynasty is over. But you still have Bill Belichick there, and I'm sure he's, you know, smart enough to make any quarterback there successful. I think Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are gonna hold hands and run off into the sunset together. We'll see. We'll definitely see because there's a lot of things going on, and there's a lot of sources things saying that you know the last meeting that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had together didn't go so well. So, so we'll. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But you know, nonetheless, when you're not minus Tom Brady, all these other quarterbacks, and we've been talking about it for weeks already. You know, all these different quarterbacks that are out there, different spots to go to, different. It, nobody's gonna know anything until you know a couple of days from now when free agency opens up. Once free agency opens up, then we're gonna kind of get a good feeling on where. You know, people are going to go. People want to go where Tom Brady's going to fight. I feel like Tom Brady's going to hold out on this for a little while. Don't expect Tom Brady to I, – I mean, I wouldn't expect Tom Brady to make a decision the first week of free agency. I would give it maybe a week or two. He might want to test to see what the other quarterbacks might be getting, you know, to see what he can base his pay scale off of. So – 
it's going to be one of those off seasons this year that it's just going to be hectic, both free agency and in the draft. There's a lot of players coming out this year that are very like game changers. So next season in the NFL is going to be big time. It's going to be another rookie dominated season that rookies are going to be making a big difference. I hope Cincinnati gets Jameis Winston. <laughs> that would just. <laughs> You're uh, still well, stuck I mean, on Jameis so Winston. And that would just be a slap in the face, though. Yeah, that would be a funny. slap in the face of the Bengals fans from the front office, I think. That would be that awesome. That would be awesome. I mean, that would be a hilarious spectacle. It would be like watching stand-up comedy for sure. Oh, man. You wouldn't want to see me. Yeah, I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, there's picture K running around doing somersaults and backflips. For sure. Just laughing his ass. For sure. <laughs> then I'll call uh, my boy. That's a Bengals fan. I'll be like, um. Joe Burrow, uh, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. So it looks if the Bengals don't pull the trigger on Joe Burrow, I feel like that's going to be one of the biggest mistakes. Nope, Joe Burrow's going to pull the Eli Manning. You think so? Huh? Yeah, I have been hearing that too. I I heard at first he likes he wanted to play for Cincinnati. Now somehow he doesn't want to play for Cincinnati anymore. And I I don't know, man. That's going to be. That's going to be pretty damn interesting, if you ask me. If he pulls an Eli Manning, that's going to be, that's going to be wild. That's going to be epic. That is going to be absolutely wild. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. That's crazy. I, you know, just thinking about that right now, that has my mind kind of going absolutely nuts. Like, okay, if he doesn't want to go to Cincinnati, where the hell else is he going to go? Is so. What if Patriots all of a sudden pulled off some ridiculous Houdini trade, traded all the way up into the top five to pick up Joe Burrow? Can you imagine Bill Belichick with Joe Burrow? How pissed off the whole league would be? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, really, seriously? You just got Tom Brady off your team. Now you just pulled the best player in college, arguably the best quarterback in college football history. Mm, Free agency begins – Next week, right? I believe so, yes. Ooh, they still can trade him. <laughs> they still can trade him to Cincinnati. I bet Bill Belichick's in uh, Robert Kraft's office like, let me trade him. Oh, we still got value for him. Let me trade him. Who, trade Brady? <laughs> you can't trade Brady. He's a free agent. Already. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, he's, but it's, it, I don't know, man. There's so much, there's so much stuff, and it's kind of hard to pick who to kind of listen to because people think this people they speculate all you want nobody's ever going to know until the actual day comes yeah yeah so until pretty much ian rapaport or mike Schefter comes out with that tweet saying this is where tom brady's going you know everyone's pretty much going to hold their breath the only people who really know what's going on are those guys adam chef feels pretty cool yeah, he's good. He's cool. I, I wouldn't give him a, a like a, a big compliment. He's cool though. Yeah. 
the Ian Rappaport looks like for sure. Yeah, no, he does his due diligence. Right. He usually knows. So, but uh, but yeah, man, NFL really not a whole lot. I mean, the combine was good. DBs did pretty damn good. You know, there are a few guys that were the talk of the combine. Uh, Isaiah Simmons being one of them. Uh, Javelin Gregory of the DB unit, CJ Henderson, Okuda, you know, the quarterback group, all those guys, everybody looks pretty goddamn good. So this draft class is in pretty good hands. The first, it's going to be another one of those years where the first two, three rounds are going to be stacked. And we'll pick OJ Howard. <laughs> They're saying we're, uh, we're projected to get uh Ken law from South Carolina. Mm. Seriously, need trying to get another run stopper in the first round. Well, I feel like he could probably go to second. Uh, I don't know, man. Ken Law, I don't think he's going to be that guy that goes into the second round. He's a first round guy. There's so many receivers and so many teams need weapons. But you guys, you guys, I mean, if you're going to talk Tampa Bay here, you guys already pretty much have the receiver part of the two, you know, pretty dominant receivers. I agree. And a decent tight end. So you pretty much need a, a dominant running back and a game-managing quarterback. That's what you need. I'll, you guys I have game that, be To be honest, I, I kind of need a Drew Brees. I need a Drew Brees. Uh, I need a, a guy, late a guy who can sling it. I need a slinger. I feel because Mike <laughs> Evans is tall. Chris Godwin's fairly tall for a receiver, and they both run routes exceptionally well. I've been saying yeah. I, I've been saying all last season that we have the best receiving core in the league. Uh, I'm sorry, receiving tandem, because every other team, uh, every other team that has very good receivers, they only have one. They don't have a, a, a counterpart that is even close to the the, the number one. You can make an argument DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, but that's only if Will Fuller is healthy. Yeah, Fuller's not better than Chris Godwin. No, that's true. But then again, for him, like, it's been a lot of injury setbacks. That's really what it's been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I hear that. I mean, Chris Godwin's been in the league, what, two years? Haven't been injured much. He hasn't sat out that much. No, yeah, he's been playing really well. Definitely playing really well. So, but yeah, man, it's going to be one of those interesting football seasons. I'm excited. I'm always excited for football season. You know, so once that comes around, XFL has been giving some pretty good stuff these last week. The freaking Houston uh, Roughnecks today, you know, just eked one out. But apparently there was a a letter sent out or uh, 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 something sent out by the XFL that says the following regarding that game. Saturday's Seattle Dragons-Houston Roughnecks game should not have ended as it did. Replays showed clearly that the knee of Houston quarterback P.J. Walker touched the field, rendering him down, and the fourth down play officially completed. With approximately two seconds remaining on the clock, effectively turning the ball over to Seattle on downs. With a nine-point differential in the score, Seattle was denied an opportunity to tie the game. 
The XFL sincerely regrets this error. In addition, Wes Booker, who served as officiating supervisor for Saturday's game, has been reassigned. So can you imagine if the NFL, after a blown call or something like that by a referee, would have straight up called them out and put a letter like this out? Can you imagine how quickly the officiating would change in the NFL of not to screw up certain decisions? Because that's that's pretty cold. Like, you straight up left that, that officiating supervisor out to dry like that. Shout out Mr. Luck. That's, <laughs> he's holding everybody accountable. He is holding everybody accountable. And that's good, because you really should hold the refs accountable to everything that they do. You know, it, it leads them to be more focused, more attentive to make the right decisions. You shouldn't have in the NFL, you know, tiers of referee groups. You know what I'm saying? You have these teams that are, you know, oh, these are the best refs going all the way down to the worst refs. And these worst refs, they always you know, officiate the shitty games. Well, this is why the shitty games happen, because you have referees who don't know what they're doing. So when you hold all referees accountable for their bullshit, you get better refing, I think. You know, so good for the XFL. Good for Oliver Luck for putting that out there, finally putting the referees out on the spot. You know, so, you know, and once again, the XFL is not uh not disappointing. P.J. Walker, first player in XFL history to hit a thousand yards passing. Good for him. He'll be the uh, in the annals of uh, XFL history forever now. However far they go, he's gonna be MVP this season. P.J. Walker MVP. I believe so. That's the quarterback for Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's MVP this season for sure. Well, probably, probably the way the Houston Roughnecks have been playing lately, for sure, been pretty good. Although Seattle Dragons did put up a pretty damn good game this week. Yeah, they're solid. They're they some of these teams' records don't really show how good the team actually kind of is. And then there's Tampa. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys got your first win. And you know what that did? That bumped you up to number four in the power rankings for shutting out the defenders. Yeah. Who were supposedly the number three or number four team in the power rankings. That's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Number four team in the power rankings has only one win on the season. That's hilarious to me. Yeah. That's true XFL form right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true, oh, if you beat this team, then that's your rank type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. But it is, it is a little weird. But you know what? The XFL, it's, it's entertainment. You know, it's something to keep the people busy up until the next NFL season. You know, so, again, I'm, I'm actually thinking that the XFL is in decent hands this time. Yeah. It's a lot better than it was a lot way, you know, back when. Uh, 2099, yeah, something like that. Yeah, about 2001, 2002, yeah. I think, around that time. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely a lot better product than that. 
you know, you got ESPN and all these, you know, NFL is backing them and everything else like that. YouTube Live, all this other. They're in pretty. (laughs) Excuse me. Thank you. They're in pretty decent hands. So XFL is probably going to be one of those like minor league things. Developmentally, yeah, but yeah, that partnership with the mm-hmm. NFL, they have a maybe they're uh, rookies that they draft in like the fifth round or later. You know, they'll send them to one of the XFL teams for development before you call them up. Type, but you know how the MLB has the minor yeah. leagues, that kind of stuff. I honestly, you know. I think it might go as undrafted free agents or like uh, practice players that they yeah. they don't want to cut. They see potential in, but they're not ready. They probably yeah. send them there, because I don't. I think yeah. sometimes lately, late rounders have been actually making teams. That's true, and been doing really well. Yeah, you know. So uh, it, it's gonna. Do you think XFL, if they do well enough that this season they can get to it? The, well, so much is this season, but like future wise, okay. do you think if they can do well? And, you know, actually become a partner with the NFL in like a minor league basis type of thing, you know, fall or like uh, uh, fall ball, not fall ball, uh, summer, spring ball type of thing uh, that at some point the XFL is doing well can go to 32 teams so that each team can have their own like minor league source team or do, is it just going to. Yeah. So uh, I, I get your question. Uh Yes. To answer it first, uh, here's the reason why. Um, I feel like this season, because the XFL before, um, it wasn't getting this much publicity. Plus, you didn't know any, you didn't know many players, honestly, outside of our hometown favorite, Rod Smart, from a home city. Mm-hmm. We had that former uh, Pittsburgh quarterback that was in that league. I forgot, I forgot what his damn name was, but. See? <laughs> but he was a he was part of that too. I think he was actually the MVP of the XFL that that year. Was he? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was Rod, but it don't matter because I know Rod. Uh, after that, after that season, he played for the Panthers when they expanded. Cause that's when the Carolina Panthers expanded. That's true. So he, he true. then they went to the Super Bowl like the next year, and he was like hmm. all in the papers and stuff. So yeah, honestly, I think it is uh, just because they got Mister Luck there. Um, a, a football mind that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah, Andrew's sure. definitely helping. So it's, and on top of all of that, I I think this season is the tester. I don't think it's gonna go past this season for them to start expanding more teams because I feel like uh the way players are playing now, you have some players <laughs> like uh what's the guy's name? Artist Payne, uh the running mm-hmm. back he used to play for uh Atlanta. This man mm-hmm. been killing. I mean, even though Landry Fields has been shit in the bed, <laughs> like he just got his butt whooped today by New York. Yeah, the Renegades. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they got they got beat. But Artist Payne, he's been holding his own. So I mean, I feel like it is. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna help a lot of players like get back into the league. Uh, and it gives players recent tape. So there's a lot of players just gonna go there, and then it's gonna be. Too, it's gonna be too full, so they're gonna yeah. have to bring teams back. Like, uh, like my boy was telling me about the the demons out here, the San Francisco team. Yeah, then uh, yeah, it's just gonna start bringing teams back. 
Plus, they're going to try. I, I feel like, personally, I feel like they're going to probably bring another team back to Oakland. Because I know Marshawn has this Panthers team that's in the indoor football league. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they're going to get, like, an actual XFL they're team. Pro- you th- yeah, I was going to say, you, probably the XFL will start putting teams in places that might have formerly had teams before. Yeah. You know, they, ha- they haven't won St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they'll probably put one down there in San Diego. Yeah, they'll put uh, uh, again the San Francisco. They'll put a team out there. Oakland, since the Raiders are leaving, they'll probably put a team out there. Uh, where else are we looking at? Uh, uh, probably Jersey. You have you have a Tampa Bay team. You don't have a Miami team. You don't have a Jacksonville team. Uh, you don't. You for Texas, you have the Dallas and Houston. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. You know what? Because of Chicago. the fact that the LA, the Las Vegas Raiders, they might bring the Las Vegas Outlaws back. That sounds about right. As well, they might they might do that too. That actually might uh, eliminate the Oakland team. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. So, and then you know, team maybe a Denver team. So a team out in Green Bay, sure. you know, Chicago, you know, Pitt, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. you know, yeah, just all these different places that can definitely be pipelines and like minor league status stuff to the league that, you know, it could, I think 32 teams will take a few years. I, I should probably, you know, it's eight teams this year, right? Mm-hmm. So next year, go ten. Just add two more teams. See how it goes. Ten. And then if the league do- continues to do well, continues to gain traction, then go up like fourteen. Add another four teams after that. It's all basically on progression. You don't want to basically say, "Okay, we had one good year, so let's have thirty-two teams completely now." And then that's money that just wasted, and then all of a sudden it gets tanked. Yeah, no, I think they, I think they probably, they might double, they might double and go to sixteen, straight to sixteen. I think so. That sounds Good. that sounds that sounds like the best option, just based on the popularity of what's going now. You know what I mean? Yeah. The numbers that they're getting. Um, their their Super Bowl. I don't I don't know what the name is going to be. But their Super Bowl, that's going to determine what if they're going to expand they, or not. I they probably like. just call it XFL Championship. Yeah, I, I figured that. Or they'll name the trophy after. So I don't know what they're going to call it. They're probably going to call it, like you said, the XFL Championship. They can't call it Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah, you know. So yeah, XFL Championship is probably where they're going to go with that. Uh, yeah, you there? Brother E, so there. Yeah, EA, yeah there I'm still there. here. Good, good, good. EA, I'm what do you think about here. the NFL right now? No, I'm still and here. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, you there? Oh, okay. What do you think like, about as far the NFL as right now? I mean, yeah. I feel like they're not just the... – I feel like they're going to add teams after just one season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're going to jump to 16. Do you think? 
Yeah, doubling it. Doubling There's eight it? cities you can choose from from the west, eight cities you can choose from the east, or you know, route whatever you know. Yeah, it's not going to be hard but, to find those cities either. To be honest. So, but doubling, I mean, it's not. It's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. That's for sure. Not out of the realm of possibility. So we'll see where that goes. XFL, I like XFL because it gives me a football season after football season. And I'm just a football head. So you keep giving me football, that's great. As long as it's entertaining and not like the former AAFL, USFL crap that was given to us before. So so we'll see how it does. I'm expecting good things for the XFL, though. So, but going off the XFL, we haven't oh, talked about basketball in a little while. So, so, so let, so let's hop off of football for a second. Let's hop off of football for a second. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm watching uh, oh. basketball <laughs> right now on mute. I got the Warriors and we got the Warriors in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Nine straight on the road. And he did. Curry was supposed to come back tonight, but he didn't come back. He decided not to play it this night. So. Oh, no. Yeah, he said he got influenza. He got coronavirus. Is that what it was? Yep, that's coronavirus. Oh, yeah. The Trump Sounds about right. It's real. Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Um, Philadelphia and the Warriors are 77-73 Philadelphia. They're breaking their nine-game yeah, well, losing streak. That's terrible. Nine-game losing streak. the Warriors. To the Warriors, which are fourteen and forty-nine. Hey, we got we got the number one They're pick here, so it's all good. Last place in the West. Yeah, don't count your chickens before they hatch at the goddamn lot. Yeah. Go <laughs> nah, they'll get it. They're gonna get it because it's, it's gonna be like no, we're, not, we're not the best it's chance. Be like the AD thing, the highest percentage. They're gonna give them sympathy. <laughs> They're gonna give them sympathy and give them the pick, just like they did AD. Yeah, I, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how rigged this had goddamn thing. Everyone thought the Knicks were supposed to get it last Ooh. year. Look what happened. Zion oh, yeah. into the fucking oh, yeah. So. <laughs> so, so there's what? There's about 20 <laughs> games left in the season? 21 games left in the season? Yeah. So, playoff time. at the standings. There were 24 games left. Pelicans were three games back behind the Grizzlies, and the Kings were actually sneaking around the same record as good the Pelicans were for that eight-seed spot. So, and then, so the standings, the way I see it, as it is, you would have the Heat versus Philadelphia, <clears throat> Boston versus the Pacers, Milwaukee versus Brooklyn, and Toronto versus the Magic. And we're winning. Well, 
Toronto's beating them. Maybe. Nah, we're we have the best record, the best home record in the league. What's your road record? Uh, road record isn't as, and is <laughs> it isn't as great as a home record, but okay. I mean, it's solid. So, you think you 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 if you are not the highest seed in the playoffs? No, depending on the conference. That's all I was saying. Eastern, we're uh, we're gonna beat Philly. If we play Philly in the playoffs, we'd be in Philly because they're broken. I don't team. know about that. And then Milwaukee, you're gonna get through Milwaukee. No, we're not. Hell no, Milwaukee is. Milwaukee's fifty-three and nine right now. Losing them in a chip. I was gonna say. So, what do we have in this conversation about Mil- Miami doing anything, bro? And what matter of fact, matter? now that I think about it, we just blew their ass out two days ago. What the fuck? Let me let me calm down. Let me calm down. Okay, we just blew one them game. The fuck out. One game is one game is much different than seven. Bro, we gave Giannis his worst game of his career. <laughs> okay, every player hey, has their guys- worst career yeah. worst career game at some point. <laughs> Come on, man. We blew, we blew their ass out. We have the players that know, actually man. play defense on them. Now that I think about it, it's like Bam locked his ass up. My Miami's got a lot to prove before I like can the seven game series. You take Miami over coming. Milwaukee? Yeah. Not a not because look, the only person so my thing is, all right, based on matchups, Giannis is gonna destroy anybody right. you match him up with. Right. Even Jimmy Butler. Right? So the problem that you're not seeing is that no one else on his team will be able to get buckets like Giannis. So, we lock everybody the fuck else up. Basically, the LeBron rule. The LeBron and Cleveland rule. Let LeBron do whatever the fuck he want. Get as many oh, yeah, yeah. as he let, want. Let, let, and everybody yeah, let else everybody else step up. Yeah. Well, and Milwaukee, you guys think Milwaukee has nobody else on their team. They got Middleton. They got yeah, Middleton, but that's like it. He's a shooter. Players. They have, yeah, they have players, but it's like they have right. role players. Like Lopez, hmm. he's he's pretty much a shooter rebounder. That's pretty much it. Both Lopez is just rebounder. Weston Matthews is literally just a utility well, player at this point. I think body fucked up, and just like uh, EA just said, Middleton's a shooter. It. That's it. He's an all star, but that's yeah. it. Like that's it. I oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't that great that we've gotten that point into the league? He's an all-star, but, you know, that's it. Honestly, that was it. Like, he got <laughs> I mean, by top players. Like, how crazy is the league right now where even calling somebody an all-star is kind of a mediocre is, Man. Yeah, it's kind of wild. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like Devin Booker got snubbed. Like, come on, man. Devin Booker's killing the whole yeah. West yeah. over there by himself. But, hey, and, bro, uh, he, he, uh, he ended up playing. Phoenix. Yeah. He, based on default, because Dan <laughs> got hurt. His little guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the I mean, reason. he should have he been in anyway, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty shitty way to get in as a default guy. <laughs> that's crap. But who, win, who wins rookie of the John year? Moran. John Moran or Zion? Fam. Fam. I swear to you, I hate the fact that no one even looks at uh, Kendrick Nunn, bro. This hey, is that's some bias. Bullshit. You biased though. You're, it, you're oh biased. my god! You're I'm not biased. Kendrick Nunn is averaging 
15. Yeah, but he had that game. one. Yeah, he's getting. But he had that. Two he had that one stretch at the beginning of the season where he was like, "Who the hell?" Everybody was wrong for uh, undrafted. You know, undrafted. He was undrafted, right? Yeah, everybody yeah. was going off about because like, he was scoring like twenty five point three points a game for like a five to like five to seven game stretch, but at the beginning of the season, then he stopped. I mean, it's it's not stopping; it's more like just facilitating because now teams are really targeting him. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you got to remember, Goran Dragic just oh, got yeah, back yeah, in yeah, that right, point, right, so Goran right, Dragic right. minutes went up. Going Dragic minutes went up, so Kendrick Nunn is not on the floor as much. Plus, we got three rookies. Well, not uh, Duncan's not a rookie, but three young players, like two years and younger players, that uh, has to rotate at damn near the same position. Because mm. uh, Kendrick Nunn and uh, Tyler Harrell is the same position. Right. They're both two men, but Kendrick Nunn's shorter, so he can play point. Yeah. So. And then Duncan's a 2-3. Well, 3-2, whichever one, because he's 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, but he's just a shooter, too. Huh? Yeah, he's just a shooter. I agree <laughs> with you. He's just a shooter. But Tyler Harrell, he can play defense, but he's a shooter, too. But Kendrick Nunn, he's a full package. Like, people really sleep on that. Like, now. Well, so so people are sleeping on him, but the way they're looking at it right now, it's Ja and Zion. And that's and he, he, you say Ja, you say Ja because, no, no, one, no, no, he's played no, no. the whole Besides season. the point. Besides I'm the assuming. point. He's in a playoff spot. He's the lead. Well, Zion. Yeah, well, to that spot. because John Moran's on the Grizzlies on the eighth spot, right? Lose that. And then when you got Zion Williamson coming in and you know dropping over twenty points oh, in the, the first few games, and then thirty five the against LeBron. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, he lost all those games. If you really look at it, Zion is in the complete same situation was as when LeBron first came into the league with a shitty Cavs team. No, no, not the same. Not the same. Not even close. That's what I look at. Not even close. There's a reason why LeBron wanted Lonzo and all those other motherfuckers gone. Are you because he wasn't going to win with him. Now he gave him to the Pelicans and said, Zion, go ahead and try and be like me. They don't rely on Zion to score, like, just to score. You feel me? They they rely on, what, Brandon Ingram's number one option on that team, right? Yeah. Number two is a toss-up between Lonzo uh-huh. Ball and Drew Holiday. Lonzo, Josh. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe Josh Hart. Then yeah, then Zion. Zion. That's like, what I'm saying. Maybe that's what the But, like, you know. They're going to get their yeah. buckets. Zion's going to get his buckets inside. He's like, what, 90% on the inside shot right now? Like 95%? 90? Yeah. yeah, he's insane. <laughs> he doesn't have this at the inside. He, he's insane. The, the kid, the kid yeah, is see, LeBron, crazy, I'm LeBron you. is this, just this kid. fast. He's, you know, 6'8". Zion's a power forward at 6'6". Six, six. Like, that's like, he's a big boy. Like, <laughs> he's a big-ass boy. So Zion, Zion right now is what? He's nineteen and two eighty. Yep, nineteen two eighty. He's nineteen. He's six foot six and he's two eighty. What are the possibilities of Zion growing an extra two inches or so? It's a high, very high possibility. It's uh, just it's gonna be like a, a Jared. It's gonna be a Jared Jackson situation from mm. uh, from Milwaukee. Is that fool just grew like three four inches this off season? <laughs> he said that shit. Like he grew like three or four inches. Now he's like seven feet tall. 
Yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying. Zion Williamson, if he, he grows to – he's 6'6", so if he grows to about 6'8", 6'9", then he can – at 280, 290, then he can truly be a really dominant, like, power forward, maybe even a small forward, but, but depending hold on, on how he develops. Zion's, Zion's going to be – Zion's going to be new age yep. Charles Barkley. No ring. And, yeah – Oh, I, I seriously believe no that boy, Zion's gonna be nice. He's gonna be balling. He's gonna get MVP just like Charles Barkley, but he's not gonna get a ring. And I honestly, Ja mm. Morant, bro, I'm telling you, it's all dunks. That's the only reason why Ja got that love like but, that. But but he wasn't known just, for that because he can dunk. But he wasn't known. He wasn't known for that in In Murray State, you're no, like the, the All he was was dunking like, and dunking. Like like everybody, like he's dunking over like guys he should not be dunking over. But not only yeah. that, all those dunks are are mainly momentum buckets. You feel me? Like, don't, like, like you feel me? Like, yeah. momentum buckets. Hey, John, John Moran, John Moran's got some hands. Yeah, he, like a I like the way he handles. Too, he's handling that team too. No vets, no nothing. He, he's, he's. No, I mean like hand, like the way he handles oh, the I basketball, know. the fucking dribbling. Skills that this kid has is pretty insane. Damn, he's playing individual basketball, and they're not really yeah. doing shit. So that's what who who do the Grizzlies have other than they have? Uh, they just got another rookie. Uh, he's at the two. Uh, I think he was at Duke. What the fuck is it? Clark? Brandon Clark? They got Brandon Clark. Mm. They got Jaron Jackson. They got uh Josh Jackson. They got uh uh uh, 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 uh Jonas uh Valanciunas. Yep. Um. Oh, they actually have a pretty decent team around. Yeah, them. but that's it. Like, oh, I, see, I pretty, they have I a decent team. So, so is Ja basically paying – Ja is basically playing, like, the Russell Westbrook at Oklahoma City ball oh, right now. No, Russell Westbrook last year in Seattle, where pretty much they have a very young team of good players, but they don't have it together because everybody's, like, essentially just, like, let me get a name for myself. Some players mm-hmm. are redeeming themselves, like Valanciunas. It's like, fuck, Toronto just got rid of you and got a championship the very damn season they <laughs> right. got rid of you. You know what I mean? Traded for Mark Gasol. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah. the rest of these people are just trying to make their name. Like, Joe Kim Noah, he just got signed to the fucking Clippers. Who? Like, come on. He And he was – Joe Kim Noah. Oh, my God. Speaking of – Speaking of the Clippers, the Clippers are playing the Lakers next. That's what I'm waiting for. Fuck. Why am I going to the ball? No, it's Clippers, Lakers, preview of the Western Conference Finals. Oh, no. John. I thought it was oh, preview of the oh, Western John, Conference Finals. Check. That's some bullshit. I, man, <laughs> I promise you, it's some bullshit, bro. No. Lager and Clippers. I'm sorry, I'm, I uh, misread this. I'm like, I just saw LeBron. I was like, oh, they're playing tonight. Okay. I was about to say win tomorrow at one thirty. Same time as the UFC fight tonight would kind of be a bad ratings play. <laughs> yeah. That UFC, yeah. That UFC fight tonight is about to be insane. You wouldn't do that. Yep, that's why the lifestyle. I don't like it. 
<laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do not like that guy. He reminds me. He reminds me of like a mixture of Anderson Silva and John Jones. <laughs> that that's who he looks like to me. John, he's like that tall, lanky dude, yeah. like John Jones. But he was he's like Anderson Silva in his prime. He, he the kid is insane. So I'm, I'm I saw a, a thing on Instagram on uh, for Sports Center. And it had him on there. Apparently, the last fight he had, he looked like he the they were going into one of the final rounds or so. And he says, "I he mouths, uh, uh, I have nothing to fear, like no worries or nope. I have no problem. I'm yep. prepared to die." Shit. I'm like, okay. So first, first things first. If you are a man who is prepared to die while fighting. That's a bad man, bro. <laughs> uh, I agree. That's, 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 that's not a man that you necessarily want to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the the kid is definitely <laughs> talented. He's something special, and he will be for the next few years. You know, the dude he's about to fight, though, Romero, is... Uh, I even saw another thing that said, nobody challenges Romero, but Stylebender did. <laughs> He challenged him and said, no, yeah, we're fighting. So it's not like friggin' this style bender right here was you know, ducking fights. He ain't ducking fights. He wants to fight the best. So this kid, I, we'll see. We'll see. Any fighter who's willing to die in the ring is a dangerous man. So they're also the, the, the high, highest paid men. Because they're the ones winning all the fights most of the time. And speaking of fights, uh, we're going to need to talk about this coming in July. We're going to need to talk about Wilder real quick. Mm -hmm. Exercising this rematch clause. So let's go a quick commercial break. And we'll come right back. And we'll talk about this fight. So we'll see y'all in a second. Oh, brother, you gotta sign off. I gotta sign off. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, man. my phone's dying. I gotta sign off. Country KEA talking more shit. See you guys in a minute. All right, see you Monday. All right, man. brother, we'll see you on Monday. We'll talk to you with you guys on. What's happening, you guys? Sorry, we gotta get a little bit of a break in the action, bringing you this commercial brought to you by our. Wonderful sponsors over at phoenixfit.com. Okay, guess what, bro? What's that? They sent me the gear today. Uh, I got the shirt, the athletic shirt from phoenixfit.com. It looks nice. It's comfortable. It feels comfortable. I got it on right now, actually. It's comfortable. It's got a little bit of the, you know, the athletic, that tight fit, you know, the one where you get after a gym workout and you feel swollen as shit. This shirt will definitely bring your confidence up with that. Definitely going to bring it up a little bit. But uh, one thing, again, we talked about it last week. Still something that they're promoting that they want to get out there is their victory box. You know, they come with the rebalance greens every month, the Peaches workout program, bonus products every month, hats, shirts, headbands, whatever it may be access to daily workouts, 
25% off and free shipping all site-wide throughout your order and a chance to win an all-expense trip to the Phoenix headquarters in Salt Lake City, Utah. All of that for $30 a month. You're going $29.99 a month for the victory box over at phoenixfit.com. So they have a whole array of workout stuff. Everything is really – I'm about to get my free the, – the sample box next week. So I'll be able to report to you guys up on that and how that works. But the gear's looking good. It feels good. feels comfortable, breathable. And the products are just as good and just as effective. They have a CBD energy drink. Uh, you, you know, remember like the crystal lights back in the day? Oh, yeah, like in the packets. Yeah, you put basically put it in the water, shake it up, and there you go. You got it basically uh, an energy an energy drink with CBD in it, helping the muscles, helping the airflow, helping everything getting through. Uh, definitely a big-time seller for phoenixfit.com. So go to phoenixfit.com. That is F-N-X-Fit, F-I, so that's F-I-T, F-N-X-F-I-T dot com, and use the promo code Alpha F-N-X. That's A-L-P-H-A-F-N-X. Use that promo code, you get 15% off your entire order. And it's going to help out with the show. It's going to help out with us. It's going to help out with Kay. It's going to help out with Brother E. It's going to help out with EA, Mad Sticks. My brother, when he comes in, whenever he decides to come in and figure out a fucking time to get his ass in here. But, you know, you know, we'll figure it out. But nonetheless, again, can't stress it enough. Thank you to Phoenix Fit for helping us out, becoming a sponsor. Love collaborating with them. Go to phoenixfit.com. Use promo code ALPHAPHOENIXFIT. That's phoenixfit.com. Fuel for greatness. Now let's get back to the conversation, y'all. Welcome back. Hope you like the commercial, phoenixfit.com. Hope you like that. Uh, getting back to the conversation, Brother E won't be with us in, uh, for the remainder of the show. EA is going to be in and out because, you know, again, his connection sucks. So we'll figure it out. But for right now, me and Kay, when we went to the break, we started talking about Wilder. Um, hold on. Wait. Can't hear you, Kay. Can't hear you. There you Sorry, are. Somebody called me. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> we got to keep that. I got to keep that one. Well, <laughs> when we went to the break, we were going to initially start talking about Wilder. He came out and he uh, executed his rematch clause. So now there will not be, you know, well, Fury versus Josh was going to have to be put on hold again. So now in from what looks like late July, Wilder versus Fury 3 is going to take place. Now, personally, I think this is a very big mistake by Wilder. Very big mistake. One, I think he needed more time to mentally get over the ass whooping that he took. And he's going to need, what? what is it, March, April, May, June, July. Four months to train like you've never trained before to fight Tyson Fury. I don't think that's enough time. I don't think that's enough time to fight Tyson Fury. 
He needs footwork and he needs defense, and that's something that he's going to need more than four months to to basically develop. You know, so I don't know, man. When when we talked, when you and I talked about it before, you you had already knew that he was going to. You already kind of figured that he was going to execute that rematch clause like what do you think about it now now that we know about it now that we know that it's in july and you know judging by what you saw last time do you think wilder has a chance at all um might just simply because uh pride's pride's gonna get him there i don't think Mm. it's gonna like make him like lash out or anything like that i just think it's He's going to take that fight more serious. He might even just come to the ring in a regular-ass role. Like, just no music, regular-ass role, no entourage. Just walk out that motherfucker, him and his trainers. Yeah? I, I think it might go down like that. Aye. Like, dude's going to be so fucking focused. Like, I just got my ass whooped in front of everybody. Because yeah. he's not a traditional boxer, and he's yeah. really just like, he, he fights like a guy in the streets. Yeah. I think he's going to come with that same mindset like a guy in the streets. A brawler. You know what I mean? It's the guy yeah. go in there. He's just going to go in there because it's like Tyson Tyson whooped your ass. And I but got see, faith that that's, he's going to fucking do it, honestly. I mean, I, I have no doubt that he's going to come in there refocus, and, you know, he's not going to make the same mistake of wearing a 40-pound fucking suit going into the goddamn fight again like he did last time. You know, so I I definitely agree with you when it comes to the focus aspect of it. But that's where that's where it kind of defers after that, because when you say go into there like a street fighter, like a brawler, you can't do that against Tyson Fury. You really can't. Tyson Fury is not the guy to want to go, you know, brawler against because he's going to outbox you. And he did that against Wilder the first fight. He definitely did that against Wilder the second fight. So that's what I said. I think Wilder just needs to, he needs to take a step back and kind of figure out he needs to come become a little bit more of a complete boxer. Now he doesn't need to be the you know the top boxer in the the world. He can definitely improve the footwork and defense and everything like that. He just needs to be more well rounded fighter. He needs to be able to yeah. It's hard to explain, and I. this is one of those situations I wish my brother was here because he can explain this a little bit better than I can. You, know, He, from when I was talking to him, he's telling me the same, you know, kind of the same thing, but one thing that Wilder can do, he still has the right hand that can hit you and put you down at any time, at, at all times. One time that that right hand connects, you go down. Now, if Wilder becomes a little bit more of a complete boxer, how much more effective do you think that right hand is going to become? Um, I mean, it's going to be even more deadly. But, I mean, I don't – I don't like, just to clarify my point, I don't mean he was going to come out and actually fight like a brawler. I just said his mindset. Mm. His mindset is going to be like a brawler. Like when you're in the, like if you ever got in a bar fight or just a fight like in school or whatever, mm-hmm. it's, it's more the, the mindset. You know what I mean? Like you're not thinking traditional boxing. You're just thinking like, even if you lost the person before, it's more like 
I'm not fucking losing again type situation. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. More of that warrior mentality that he really yeah. didn't want to go out. Because I'm pretty sure going into this fight, he's going to tell his corner now, no matter what happens, I'm going out on my shield. Do not throw in the towel. Yeah. You know, because I, I guarantee he tells them that. They're not going to do it because they want their jobs. Because you know, I, I honestly do believe if they throw in the towel again, if somehow Wilder is getting his ass beat again in this third fight and they throw in the towel, I honestly believe Wilder would, you know, cut and fire his his training team for doing it. I really do. You know, it, 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 I don't think uh, PR-wise, really, Wilder thinks that it looks good for his image to get the towel thrown in. You know, if you're looking at an image outside of the boxing ring itself, you know, people are always going to have that holding over against Wilder's head now. You know, you had your corner, you were getting your, basically you were getting your ass beat so bad that your corner feared for your life and threw in the towel. That's how bad he was getting his ass beat. So now everybody's going to look at that and go, ah, well, you know, you still have that. So now he's never, he's never going to want to get the towel thrown in again. He's going to be focused. I do think it's, you know, it'll be a better fight than it was. I, or at least I hope. I hope it's a better fight than it was this last time. But at this point, until they start showing, like, uh, Wilder's, like, training regiment, like what he's doing to improve, until they show that and I can kind of see, you know, what he's doing to get better, it's hard for me to pick anybody other than Fury at this point. You know, Fury, Fury's, Fury's just that guy. So I have no doubt I have no doubt that Wilder could if given the right training and done the right things that he could come back and get his belts back. I have no doubt that he can do that. It's just at this point when you look at what we've already seen it's it's tough to go on the opposite side other than Fury. It's tough. You know. I get it. It's not that long ago. Like two weeks yeah. ago. Not that long ago. So I get it. I get it. Makes so, well, it'll, it'll definitely get uh, it, it, It's going to be interesting, to say the least. It really will. So, <sighs> so what else do we talk about, man? We 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 have, <laughs> I said for this episode we're definitely gonna shoot the shit. We kind of went over a, a lot of what's been going on like the first hour of the show. Yeah. And knowing that we are coming back Monday, you know, with possibly two more people, maybe three more people, if EA can get its shit together. You know, <laughs> you know he was on. Uh, he was on that wrestling podcast with me uh, this morning. Same fucking thing. Same problem. Connection problem and everything. I was like, wow, you had to bring that problem over from the show too, huh? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's definitely becoming EA's thing. He's the guy. That's what I told him. They literally should have the Twitter handle live from outside. Just 
We're we're definitely going to have when the office or anything, whenever everything starts to get bigger, his place is going to be outside. His connection to everything, I'm not kidding. We're going to have a little spot for him right there out there in the parking lot where we can all see him and we can all look down. And then while we're talking and he's talking back, he can look up and wave at the same time. It's going to happen. Yeah, we'll I'll have a video. With, I'll be out there with him. I'll be out there with him. I ain't going to look him up. So I'll be outside with him. Fuck okay. it. I mean, country K, I got to be of, of nature. Uh, you got to go literal with the name on this one now. I, I have to. I mean, if I'm not going to wear a straw hat and boots and shit. You're going to look like, uh, like uh, Vance Wilfork? Oh, hell no. <laughs> With the overalls. <laughs> overalls and all that. Actually, I might do it for Halloween this year. Hey, if you it. go as Vince Wilford for Halloween, bro, that'd be epic. That would that be would epic. Be. You'd have I to mean, gain a yeah. lot of weight, but. See, that's the issue. I'm not, I'm going in reverse right now. Like, nah, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Oh, man. That okay. hey, that would be a funny ass costume. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh man, looking like a big old huckleberry. That'd be funny as hell to me. Oh, uh, EA is back now with us. Yes. Yeah, there he is. We were just uh, talking a little bit Wilder and uh, Wilder and Fury. What uh, Wilder needs to do uh, to get better. To come back for this July fight that's now going to happen. Conditioning. Uh, well, conditioning, yeah, but other than conditioning, EA, what do you think Wilder needs to do to actually put up a fight against Fury? Not wear that forty-pound headgear. I don't know. <laughs> I said the same shit. He's gonna come out in a regular robe, just him and his uh, trainer. That's it. <sighs> Focus, like Triple H or something. I know, right? You did. He looks something. I was was telling Kay that he needs uh, better defense and footwork. He needs to be a more complete boxer. I mean, all of of the other Wilder's fights, right, besides these last two, they didn't go to distance, right? No, none of them. Conditioning. Definitely conditioning. Like, he looked gassed. Yeah. Both fights now. He looked gassed past a certain round, you know? like Yeah, but but this was this was the first fight that Wilder looked gassed after the first. Like, after the first second round, like, he already looked like he was gassed as shit. Right. So, I and I had never seen that before. Like, he's gone. He's gone into the later rounds before. He's gone in like to like you know ten eleven rounds you know up until the twelfth type of thing. He's done that before, but I've never seen him get gassed like that in the early early rounds, like the early goings. You know, so yeah, I definitely agree with you. Conditioning is definitely one thing, but you know, like I said, becoming yeah, but he then he put up weight. He also yeah, you're right. He also gained nineteen pounds in going into the fight. So he's got to take out that 19 pounds, not walk in with the 40-pound 40, 40 suit, have better conditioning and footwork and better becoming a boxer, and then he will have a better chance of becoming Fury. Is that the collective agreement? <laughs> I mean, it's much more than that. Easier said than done, my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. 
But that's what I was telling Kay just before you, you hopped in, that he still has that right hand that could put you out at any time. So that if he becomes that little bit more of a complete boxer, he'd be even more deadly. And I he think Fury will have a lot. Into this fight too. He didn't really look confident. Like, Yeah. There was a little bit of an issue with him. You could tell there was something wrong with him. Right. Mentally, mentally, he wasn't there. Right. He wasn't. He wasn't in the fight. So <laughs> this whole thing, we'll see how it happens. Because you know, I do like Deontay Wilder. I think he's a great fighter. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest heavyweights to ever be in the game. That's for sure. You know, there's a good generation of heavyweights in the in boxing right now. So that's pretty exciting. I think when the when the heavyweight division in boxing is doing well, boxing is doing well. You know, itself. People like to see the big knockouts and these big 250-plus pound men just going at it and duking it out like warriors. So, you know, when the heavyweight, light heavyweight, and welterweight divisions are ringing, boxing's making their money, and that's exactly what's happening right now. So, Wilder Fury 3, end of July. Do I want to buy that pay-per-view? Or should I just FaceTime on with Country K like I did last time? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Decisions decisions. We'll see how much the fight comes out to. If it's a $100 fight, no, I'm good. (laughs) I'll I'll go to a bar or something and watch it from there. Like 80 bucks this time? (sighs) This last time it was 80 bucks? Yeah. I must say, I might have to have y'all come over and we all have to split the bill. <laughs> oh, no response tells me, yeah, I ain't paying oh. either. But <laughs> it, <laughs> no, I mean, response, I'm like, I can just stay the fuck at home, uh, you sir. Stay at home, <laughs> stay at home and pay the full 80 or go to somebody else's house and just pay 20. Ah. I mean, you live in, Sa- you live in Sacramento. I do. And- that's like me paying for eighty for basically. gas. I was fucking SUV. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like thirty five just to get there. I'm at fifty five bucks already. Might as well uh, pay that. Yeah, 80. that makes. Yeah, well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we do have to get it eventually, though, to where we can get all of us in one room. We, we, we got to get that going at some point because, you know, it, it's – and I've noticed this going from both shows, you know, Ring Psychology and this one, you know, when – and we've talked about it. When we're not in the same room, it's a little harder to not talk over somebody. You know, audio issues or whatnot. Having audio, can you guys hear me at all? My brother keeps fucking calling me, so I know I'm going in and out. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what I was saying is, you know, it, the the more the more we're not around each other, it's a lot easier to talk over each other. Audio issues, like hearing everything that goes on in EA's fucking front yard. You know, we have those things going on. You know, uh, 
with Brother E, a little with, with the height level. When we're all in the same room, it's going to be a little bit harder to get Brother E in the same room because, you know, he's in Colorado. But for us being two hours apart, it should be a little bit easier to be able to at least at some point be able to kind of, you know, talk with each other. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll, we'll get it going and eventually we'll get talking together and setups and all that stuff will get done. But uh, for all that to happen, we need the audience. We need you guys, all the ones that are listening here. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends. You know, we share it with our friends and they kind of listen and uh, then they don't share it. And then I look at my friend and I go, hey, man, you didn't share it out. Oh, man, I forgot. Can't forget. Don't fucking forget. This is a business. (laughs) We're running a business here. We need you guys. We need everything. All the money. Country K, he needs all the money he can get. Semi-pro ain't cheap. (laughs) But, yeah, it's – but regardless, though, for those of you guys who have been listening to us, uh, those of you guys who have been uh, liking, sharing, going along, doing everything else with us as soon as we started to now at this point – Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, so this week didn't necessarily go according to plan. You know, we're going to definitely start Mondays. We're going to go back to Fridays. Just today, Kay got his window bashed in. You know, Mad Sticks is still with his DJ stuff going on. There's a whole lot of things going on that we're still trying to kind of piece together. But for right now, as far as we know, for sure, we're going Mondays. We're going Fridays. Same time, we're going to be recording around 6.15, 6.30, getting all those things together. Mad Sticks will be more of a temporary – not a temporary. I shouldn't say temporary. Part-time guy. He'll be on mostly on Mondays, but him being a DJ, you know, a uh, pretty well-renowned DJ in this area at least, he's going to be very busy. You know, So we'll get him on as soon as we can, my brother. He will be on with us on Mondays. I uh, can't do Fridays because he works when when we record. So Mondays he's going to come on. He'll be like our boxing MMA Monday correspondent type of dude, whatever it is you want to call it, you know. But we're still early, still young. We got the logo coming soon. I've been talking with my boy. You guys have seen it, at least uh, the concept of what we're looking at. Um. What do you guys think about it so far? What the concept of the logo, at least? I kind of like what uh, what uh, what Kay put like on it. You know, those little like, side notes. Uh, the way it kind of looks originally, like I did like draw out. Like, are you talking about the uh, where it says like All Pro on the top left? I think it was. So, basically, what I had told him now, the one that I had sent you guys before was a very, like, rough rough draft, like, rough concept art of what we're looking to do. So, the Jaffos part is going to be in the middle. You'll have a the at the top of that, and then the all pro will be at the bottom of the Jaffos part. Okay. So, 
so, but right now it's just kind of, uh, Kay, you had brought up a good point when we had talked about with the borderlines of the Joppos not like blending in with the lights and everything. You know, we're getting the borderlines, all that finite done and make sure that the, that the official logo of the all pro Joppos looks nice and clean. You know, we, uh, we want everything to look good and, uh, we want everything to sound good. So podcast equipment, that's definitely going to be bought and purchased sometime soon. <laughs> you know, so, uh, it, we're young, the whole Prenet Bros productions thing. It's a young startup thing, but you know, we're every single person had to start from somewhere. And I do believe I have the right guys with me in order to get to those tops. So thank you guys for listening. For Country K. For EA Rocco. Yo. For Brother E who ain't here. For Mad Sticks. For CJP. And for myself, JP. This is the All Pro Joppos. This was episode four. We'll see you guys for episode five on Monday. Thank you guys. Go to the Twitter, Alpha PBP. Go to uh, the Joppos AP, Ring Psychology, or Ring Psych PC. Uh, check out the YouTube, Pernator Bros Productions, Facebook, and Instagram, also Pernator Bros Productions. Go check those out. You guys have Twitter handles, anything you guys want people to follow you guys at? Go ahead. Country K, what you got? Um, so Country K eight six three. Uh, so Country spelled regularly, except the first letter is going to be a K. Mm. Can't forget the K. Don't so, forget the uh, K. K sensitive. Yeah, yeah very K sensitive. <laughs> 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 I see what you done there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it's uh, K O U N T R Y K. A six three. Um that's pretty much on everything for me. Um yeah. Um got my own stuff too, but I mean that's pretty much it. Hey, you plug that other uh that other podcast you did. Go ahead, plug that. Plug oh yeah, that. yeah. So uh so other podcasts I'm doing, uh experience the podcast. <laughs> um it's basically the black Seinfeld. Like uh <laughs> Like, it's pretty much a show about nothing, but we're talking about it, everything. We're experiencing everything. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. yeah. I heard I heard an episode the other day. We've got to bring some of that comedy here, man. That's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try when I can. Uh, I don't want, want to, you know, step on anyone's toes. Oh, no. Especially no. when people are talking, you know. Yeah, well, that's why I say well, we got to get eventually. We got to start getting together so that we can be able to talk that way and stuff without stepping on each other, like talking over each other type of stuff. But for sure, but that, but that's good. Uh, EA, anything for you? Twitter handle, Facebook, uh, anything? Uh, not at the moment. So <laughs> no, <laughs> not at the moment. All good. All good. Uh, brother, brother E, I don't think he has a Twitter handle or anything, but you know what? You can get a hold of all of us at the Joppos AP. Just talk to that one on Twitter. Give us questions, whatever it is you guys want. We'll even answer them on the show at some point, but we need questions in order to do that. So once again, you guys, thank you for me and the boys, all pro Joppos. 
appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you guys soon. See y'all later. You guys can say bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Work in progress. I love it. I love it. We'll see y'all later. <laughs>